hour to go. I had to run downstairs and find a Tylenol. Oh! You missed the first hour of the program. Fire! Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. What a day. Off to a fast start. Fast start. Thanks to everybody for hanging in there. Huge stream today on the uh, the live stream. Loving it. And uh, those of you listening uh, to us, uh, whether it be, uh, you know, Apple or Spotify, Google Podcasts, everybody, thanks for chiming in. Those on the uh, the Zone Madison app listening to the show live or if you're listening to us, say, out of Milwaukee on the iHeart app or any other app that's out there, we're all over the joint. A lot of people listening today. A lot of people listening today. We're not done. We're not done. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you, you know, remember when you were a kid and you had gotten to that point where you kind of didn't believe in Santa Claus, but you kind of did. And then you, you know, you go back, you know, they had the catalogs or the, the paper would show up on Sunday with like Toyland or something, you know, and you're looking and you're looking and you're looking and you're thinking, man, I, I just want this. I, this is all I want. It's big. It's bad. Whether it's Santa or Mom, I don't care. Somebody's busting ass and making me this or buying me this. I want this. This is what I want, right? And then you you kind of go to sleep. You're not quite sure if Mom and Dad are Santa Claus or if Santa Claus is real. You're not sure. Or you're not even sure if the, the thumping that you hear downstairs, you're not even sure if that's the, you know, Dasher and Prancer and Donner and Blitzen and Comet and Cupid and Rudolph and everybody else, or if that's just mom and dad down there under the tree getting nasty. You don't know, but you know there's going to be something big under that tree, right? You know, it's right there. It's right there. So you creep down, and it's the middle of the night. It's dark. And you're not quite sure. There's a silhouette there by the tree. The tree's not even plugged in. You don't even like, what the hell happened to the tree? Who unplugged the tree? What, Santa's getting kind of conservative with our energy bill? What a nice clause he is, right? And you're looking under the tree, and you're like, man, I think that's for me. I think that big present over there, that one in the corner, that thing that looks like a mountain, oh, I think that's mine. I think that's it. I think I got it. And then you go back upstairs, you can't sleep. That was my night last night. That was my night last night. That Right? Chris, you're right, man. Who's hiding the Yule log down by the tree? How are we looking? Correct. That was my night last night. Got the popcorn ready. So I want to go back for those that missed that first hour because we we got a lot of the goody stuff out of the way. And if you want to listen to the entire dissertation, go back and listen to the first hour. But Zach Gelb on the Zach Gelb show, when you filter out all the other he said, he said stuff between Rogers and Goody and who do you believe and all that kind of stuff. And I, I've given you my opinion on all of that. Right? I've given you my opinion on all of that. But then you get another little glimpse behind the scenes for the guy that wanted transparency. He wanted the process to be handled better. Remember, and again, I go back to, throughout the season, we kept hearing Aaron Rodgers say it has to be a mutual decision. And what the Packers had decided upon was, or at least my perspective is, we want you, man. We want you. But you got to be all in. As Goody said, we paid him a lot of money. 
We committed to more than just one year, and we expect a return on our investment. That's the salvo over the bow of the ship that is the SS Rogers to say, we want you here. You can't complain about not being on the same page with guys when you don't show up. You can't complain about young rookie wide receivers that need to learn more, not understanding all the signals and all the crap, and you need to show up. Cobby isn't coaching them up because Cobby goes with what you say. So you telling Cobby, Cobby telling them, it's like playing the game of train, you know, that old that old f- grapevine or phone vine or whatever the hell it was. You pass it around the class, and by the time it got back, it started out to say uh, the, the teacher has brown hair. And by the time it gets back, it's the teacher has, you know, braided butt hair. You don't even know what the hell's going on anymore, right? That's that's kind of what was going on. They wanted They wanted Rodgers to be there. That's all they wanted. So when he, he wasn't committed, wasn't picking up the phone, wasn't answering the phone calls, going into darkness, being in retirement, not sure about what he wants to do, all over the place, they're like, look, we got a team to run. Should we extend Bakhtiari? Do we need to cut this guy loose? Tanyan gone? Did Kabi gone? Do we need to bring him back? Do we got to bring back Mercedes? Do we got to make you have what? We don't know what to do. Other people besides you are relying upon what it is you do. We have a team to run. So they go into all of this, and they go back and forth, and Rogers gives his half, and Goody gives his half, and then Zach Gelb says, here's another glimpse into what's going on behind the scenes with Rogers, Goody, and LaFleur. Take a listen. Just wondering what tea Matt LaFleur is going to spill tomorrow, because I've been told, and I do think there's a lot that's going to come out about Rodgers' relationship with the Packers. But I was told for the last few years that Rodgers and LaFleur would have game plan meetings, obviously common practice, to give Rodgers more say. And there would be multiple times where Rodgers would show up, and then there would be a lot of other times where Rodgers would just leave Matt LaFleur hanging in the meeting room, and then Matt LaFleur would eventually realize, oh, he's not showing up. And he would keep LaFleur guessing. So this was very ugly. We know this divorce. And there's a lot of information that we don't know. And I could guarantee you one of the Packers local beat writers at some point this offseason will have some story that will come out that will detail it all. But really, that relationship between Rodgers and LaFleur where you have meetings, where they're giving you more say, and sometimes you show up, and other times, yeah, I'm just going to leave them there. Keep them guessing. That's just not a good look for Aaron. Not a good look? That goes back, and that I kept I kept saying something's not right. LaFleur was biting his tongue. He wasn't talking about the quarterback. He wouldn't point the finger. It was like they were just hanging on. And I I kept saying that there's just something wrong. There's something wrong. I I just I couldn't put my finger on it. And that's uh, like like Zach Gelb said. That's the tip of the iceberg. Now the one thing I will disagree on: there will be a Packer reporter or two or five or ten, and we're going to talk with Pete Doherty coming up today about all of this. And I can't wait to get Pete on. I'm, I mean, I'm salivating over this thing today, but. When you ask the questions, 
the Packers have been notoriously tight-lipped in all of this. Now, you're getting a little bit from Goody. You're getting a little bit from from Mark Murphy because they're just like, man, we're, we're taking a beating for what? We gave the guy everything he wanted. And he, he's, he's beating us up because we have a business to run? You know, when a player needs to make a move, when a player needs, you know, look at Lamar Jackson. It's business. Okay, but you want loyalty. It's either a business or it's a family. What well, you take a pick? You know, Rogers. I want to be treated right. I want to be a part of the, all of this. I want to be treated like a veteran, like I've earned their respect and this and that. But yet, when you don't, respect is a two-way street. You know, there's this mentality out there right now that is very disconcerting of, I'll do what I want, I'll say what I want, I'll act how I want, I'll do it whether it's breaking the law or there's social repercussions to it, but you have to respect me. No, I don't. I don't have to like it. I don't have to respect you. Because if you don't want to give respect, I don't have to give it back. As much as you want people to respect you and your feelings, that's a two-way street, baby. It just is. And if somebody doesn't like you, doesn't care for what you have to say, then why don't you try respecting what their opinion is too? goes a lot longer. That's called a mirror. The old adage is treat people how you want to be treated, and it's not a one-way street. Not a one-way street. So now Goody was asked about what he reacted and how he reacted to what Aaron Rodgers was saying on the Pat McAfee show and that, hmm, well, the Packers have started shopping me around. Take a listen. Or not. I think we have something, uh, an issue, a technical issue. We're back. We're back. There Sorry, we go. I was, okay. I was eating a Thin Mint. <laughs> ben Kenny, ladies and gentlemen, face first in the Girl Scout cookies. Uh, again, going back to Goody was asked specifically about Aaron Rodgers talking about, you know, what he was saying on McAfee about how the Packers coming out of the darkness. They were shopping me around. I couldn't believe it. I didn't really take his comments like that, and it's certainly not true. I mean, I think, you know, as we got out of the offseason or after the season and we, we had a good conversation, um, and then you know, we're, we're going to have some follow-up conversations. And our inability to reach him or for him to respond in any way, I think at that point, then we just kind of had to, we had to, I had to do my job and kind of reach out and understanding that a trade could be possible uh, and see who was interested. But that shopping was never really part of that. Never really shopped him. Now, we're splitting hairs here. You know, I mean, I'm, again, I feel like uh, there's more truth on Goody's side than there is on Roger's side, but. When you're picking up the phone and calling people or discussing it, you're, you know, you're, you're seeing what the value is. I mean, that shopping, I mean, that's like going out on Sunday, kicking tires on automobiles, knowing that you're not going to make a deal that day, but you're still out shopping for a car because you're comparing prices. It, it's splitting hairs on what actually is going on. So that's kind of, that's, nah, you know. But when they gave Rogers that three-year contract, when they gave Rodgers a three-year contract, remember, Goody said, we were all in. We were all in. We just expected a return on our investment. 
So after giving him a three-year contract that pretty much tied the organization's hands, what changed? Yeah, I think so. I think obviously it was a disappointing season, right? And you come out of the season, you have a lot of conversations not only with Aaron, but with uh, the rest of the team, coaches and everybody. And then as you go through that process, you kind of get an idea of where you're going to move to you know, as a team, how you're going to go forward. And I think I was really looking forward to the conversations with Aaron to see how he fit into that. Uh, those never transpired. So it, you know, there, there came a time where we kind of had, had to make some you know, decisions. So we went through his representatives to try to kind of talk to him where we were going with our team. And at that point, um, you know, they informed us they would like to, to be traded to the Jets. So the guy that wanted transparency, they tried to get a hold of him. Uh, obviously, the season wasn't great. They were talking about what could be, what the future was like. They were excited to talk to him. He didn't return the phone calls. And then he found out through his representation that he wanted to be traded to the Jets. Okay. There you go. Uh, had Rodgers returned phone calls and communicated with the Packers, would things be? Would we be sitting here in a different situation today, Goody? I think that's a hypothetical. You know, it, you know, again, there was a lot of a lot of stuff to talk through. You know, as far as where we were going as a football team and the decisions we were making with the calf situation that we're in. Um, but um, yeah, it's kind of a hypothetical. He was asked uh, about Rodgers making specific accusations that the Packers were quote shopping him while he was in quote the darkness. Yeah, I, I can't speculate on what he means by that because again, we had we never had any conversations. I think. Uh, um, you know, as we got closer to the combine and things like that, you know, we talked about where we were heading as a team. And I think they relayed that to him, maybe. Not, but I can't, I can't speak on that. When did you make the decision to move forward in a different direction? And when did you have those conversations with his representatives? Yeah, I think it was really, I think that's probably more mutual than anything else. It was our kind of letting his representatives know where we were at as a football team and that we'd like to have conversations and then them kind of letting us know that that wasn't going to work and we'd like to be traded. So that's, that's really kind of how it is. There you go. So we were trying to call him, trying to talk to him, and then finally we ended up getting hold of his rep- representation saying, hey, we want to talk. And then the representation comes back with, ah, Aaron, he's ready to move on to the Jets. Isn't it, I mean, isn't it a drastically different story and scenario? It is. Uh, let's do this. We're going to break. We're going to come back. We're going to give you some more because there's more you are going to want to hear. Don't forget Pete Doherty coming up at the top of the hour, who is out at the general manager's meetings as well. Um, but I will also at the bottom of the hour kind of recap a little bit some of the stuff that we've gone over today in case you missed the first hour of the show. But there, there's a lot of reaction coming into and I, I it's not fair for me to kind of hog the show today because this is really your show. But to hog the show today and give you everything. Uh, via my opinion. I want to get your opinion on a lot of this as well and react to it because there's a lot of questions flying in. Uh, One specifically about compensation for Rodgers. And this was, you know, for those of you that fish, uh, that are ice fishermen, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When When the tip goes up, bing, flag up, fish on. This was the fish on moment for me. And I went, okay, okay, now we're at this point. So this was the fish on moment. That's coming up. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Again, PellaWI.com. 
And uh, you can see the windows, the doors, uh, the innovation, such as the slider windows, the roll screen, the hidden screen, different hardware, interior, exterior. Uh, they've got the vinyl windows, the impervia windows, the wood windows and doors that are fantastic. Something for everybody's budget, different financing options available. But best of all is they have your free, F-R-E-E, free in-home consultation. All you got to do is call them and take advantage of it. They can come out. They can took a, take a look at what you need, what you don't need. And, and, and write it all up for you and say, here you go. This is what it is, and this is how we can finance it. Or if you just want to pay cash and you got that kind of coin, flip it out, baby. But uh, go to Pella, P-E-L-L-A. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. More people coming back with all this kind of good, juicy stuff next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Gotta say thanks to everybody that stopped by in the Wisconsin Dells this past weekend. Our friends from Burn Pit Barbecue, they were there, and I got a nice note yesterday that said, hey, a lot of listeners that hear the program came over and said, hey, you're the guys Bill Michaels talks about, and they thank me. And, and you know what? Uh, it, it's it's a pleasure. They're, they're good guys. They're veterans. They have a business. They started in their garage, basically. It started right here in Racine, Wisconsin. And uh, everybody in this state has pretty much supported a lot of local businesses, and this is one of them. And you can continue to do so. Go to burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com for barbecue sauces, hot sauces, rubs. Uh, They continue to be innovative uh, in many different areas, but uh, they wanted to say thanks. Thanks to everybody that came out to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show. Thanks to everybody that came out to the Dells this past weekend and saw them. And uh, thanks to everybody that continues to support them, continues to support veterans. Again, you can go to burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. So here we go. Here we go. The um, the 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 money bites, we'll say, when it comes down to compensation. Uh, I had mentioned this going to break. If you're a, an ice fisherman and you don't necessarily have you know the the fishing rod in your hand and you feel the tug, what you're doing is you're looking around the ice to see what the tip ups are doing, and if that flag pops up. You, you don't have to worry about it. But when the flag pops up, you go, ah, okay, over there. This was the flag popping up for me. Uh, Goody was asked, uh, do the Packers have an offer on the table from the Jets right now? Yeah, I'm not going to get into the details of that. We've had a lot of discussions. You know, I've known Joe for a long time, and they've been really good discussions, really you know, cordial, and, and um, we'll continue to have those conversations, and hopefully we can come to agreement sooner than later. We have to talk to Joe here at all about that specifically. Yeah, I already talked to him, um, you know, uh, whether we have, like, you know, sit-down formal or anything like that, but we've been talking on the phone for a couple weeks now. I didn't understand specifically what he said. He had, yeah, we, we sat down, we talked, and then, uh, yeah, we've been talking for a couple weeks now. Um... So, yeah, Joe Douglas being the uh, general manager of the New York Jets, there's some things that they're trying to work out. With the Packers, though, accept anything less than a first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers. Take a listen. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, um, it's, it's, uh, that's not a necessity, but at the same time, um, 
you know, the value of the player is, is he's a premier player, you know, so I think getting premier picks back for that is, or players is, uh, is important. Do you have to have picks this year, or would you be willing to wait till you know, future drafts? I think the sooner the better. Or better, I think, certainly if we get beyond the draft and everything changes, compensation changes, and, and, and that, you know, so that would be a whole different scenario, but hopefully we can get this done soon. Bing! And the bell's ringing on it. Bing! There you go. So, remember the Jets picked up that extra second-round draft choice. The Packers are looking at this going, you know, we really want that first-rounder, but we got to get the uh, we got to get something out of this draft. It's very possible, and I know we went from being two first-rounders and Russell Wilson type of deal and Matthew Stafford type of deal to that 13th overall, and the Jets just don't feel like they're going to be parting with that. They just don't want to give that up, but they want Aaron Rodgers. Packers don't want Aaron Rodgers. Uh, The the catbird seat right now is kind of the Packers because, you know, um, I mean, after June 1st, they don't have to make a deal, you know, uh, right away. They can drag that thing out until they get exactly what they want, until you get to the opening day, the first game of the regular season. The Jets want him in sooner rather than later. Something has to give. But that that was kind of like, eh, maybe they would take one of those or both of those second-round draft choices. Not ideal, but maybe they would. Back in January, Gudekinst had said, in that end-of-season presser, that Aaron gives us the best chance to win. He does. That's, you know, he gives him the best chance to win a Super Bowl. It's not to say he would. It's just to say he gives him the best chance to win a Super Bowl. So what changed since then? Well, I think obviously where our team is at, uh, where we're moving forward, and, and quite frankly, his desires. You know, as we move forward, um, you know, we're excited about what Jordan can do for us, and, and what, where our whole team will come together around that. Um, it's it's complex. It's you know, it's hard. It's complicated. But at the same time, um, I think once um, we got down to the road and, and knew what Aaron wanted, uh, we we've been trying to facilitate that. So, Brian, you obviously have a job to do. What happens if this? carries into the summer and you're not satisfied with what they're willing to give up how how late are you willing to go with this i you know i think uh hopefully we'll be we'll we'll get this done before that but i mean as long as it takes now he has said twice we want to get this done and he wants to get it done before the draft the question is have talks just stalled no i mean yeah no it's been pretty pretty consistent that's it. But it's been pretty consistent. We've talked. We've said the same thing over and over again, but we've talked. Can the Packers and the Jets really, honestly, afford to drag this out into May or, God forbid, even after June 1st? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's again, it's uh, there's not much going on right now, you know. And uh, so, um, again, I think it, it has to work for, for both parties. And, and, and I think we're both committed to, you know, figuring that out. But uh, it's really kind of in their court right now. So we'll, we'll kind of see where it goes. Now, the next question, and this is the one that all of you are wondering, and I, I get it. Are the Packers hell-bent on getting that 13th overall draft choice from the Jets for Aaron Rodgers? 
Right. And you want that 13th pick. <laughs> yeah, I want all of them. You know what I mean? As many as we can get. Uh, and that's not a necessity, uh, but um, there's risk to all this, as you guys know. And um, But, uh, again, I'm, I'm I'm hopeful and confident that we'll, we'll be able to really shoot the conclusion at some point. Have right. there been any other teams that have contacted you about trading for him, or is it just the Jets? You know, there were some loose conversations, uh, you know, maybe earlier, but uh, this is, you know, once Aaron kind of, you know, this is what he wanted, um, we've been trying to facilitate just work with the Jets as of now. There you go. There you go. Um, two things. Two things um, that I gain out of that. One is um, that they want to get it done, but but but, and Rogers wants this, and and now. What Goody is doing is he's posturing to say, we're trying to give Aaron what he wants. Okay? It's also what they want, but we're trying to give Aaron what he wants. So you're you're taking the, hey, we're, you know, we're not the bad guys here. We called. We did everything we could to communicate. We tried to live with his version of transparency. We gave him options. We wanted him to be more involved. He chose to play games with the head coach. I mean, all of this stuff that he's thrown, all this shade at us, here's some, here's some glimpses into the reality of living the life with a complicated fella. Okay? And we're trying to give him what he wants. So has there been other talks with other teams? Well, yeah, you know, there were. But, but this is where we're at. We want... The 13th overall. We want all their picks, he said. But we're going to continue to discuss. And then he said, just to kind of throw that salvo over the bow of the uh, Jets, and I'm sure he's probably said this to the Jets, uh, as you would in any negotiation when you're trying to get something. He said, you know, we want to get it done sooner rather than later. But we are willing to wait to get the fair price for Aaron Rodgers. So there you go. There you go. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and I'm going to start to open things up. After everything you've heard, everything that's gone on, we got Pete Doherty coming up at the top of the hour, so the next half an hour is going to be you and me. 877-867-1670. Phone lines are open. You can hit us up on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Over on Facebook, The Bill Michaels Show on Facebook. Uh, You can track us down on YouTube. You can track us down on Twitch TV. You can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Hit us on the live stream on any one of those those platforms. Track us down. Love to hear from you. But uh, it's going to be, it's time for you to uh, give me your opinion on all of this now. And uh, we will chat more. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show is upcoming. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there, Cunis RV, again, coming up this Friday. This Friday, I'm going to be at the Lakers Ice Center in Sheboygan. The show is going to be live from Sheboygan at the Lakers Ice Center coming up on Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., courtesy of our friends at Cunis RV for the Midwest RV Show. So if you're looking for an RV, you want to get a jump start on it, you want to come out and say hello, I'm going to be at the Lakers RV or the Lakers Ice Center with the Cunis RV people and the Midwest RV Show this Friday. Come up to Sheboygan and say hello or come down to Sheboygan or say hello. And uh, we're going to be there and uh, check out all the action, all the fun, all the inventory over at Cunis, KU. U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. 
This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Thirteenth pick. <laughs> yeah, I want all of them. You know what I mean? As many as we can get. Uh, and that's not a necessity. Uh, but um, there's risk to all this, as you guys know. And um, but uh, again, I'm 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 hopeful and confident that we'll we'll be able to reach a conclusion at some point. Have right. there been any other teams that have contacted you about trading for him, or is it just the Jets? You know, there were some loose conversations. Uh, you know, maybe earlier. But uh, this is you know once Aaron kind of you know this is what he wanted. Um, we've been trying to facilitate that and just work with the Jets as of now. Welcome back. Bill Michaels show rolling on today. Our guys out at Steel Tank, Dave, Mike, everybody out there, good people at Steel Tank Brewing. Right out there on Oconomowoc, they have great food. Uh, their brew pub is awesome. And if you haven't been there and seen it, uh, first of all, it's run and owned by veterans. And they're good people. It's right behind the Exonia Bank, right off of 67 in Oconomowoc. They've got a great big music venue that's going to be opening soon, hopefully here probably in mid, maybe summer. Uh, But, boy, they've been putting a lot of work into this place. And uh, Steel Tank Brewing Company with terrific food, a terrific place, good music, too. Uh, Check them out in Oconomowoc, right behind the Exonia Bank, right off of 67. They're open Tuesday through Sunday. They're open for lunch. And, again, the big music venue is ready to open soon. Check out friends out at Steel Tank Brewing. Um, So uh, a couple of things. First of all, I'm going to open up the phone lines, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 1670. So we've been basically, for the last hour and a half, I've been giving you kind of the dissertation as to what's gone on. Um, now, Charles uh, Robinson, who we've had on the program before, says that the Packers and the Jets have discussed a trade package. And this goes back to what we were talking about yesterday, saying I, I just don't want two second-round draft choices. If they equal a 17th round or a 17th overall pick, then just let the let the Jets have them. That's great. You know, that's great. But uh, the Jets don't want to give up their 13th overall. The Packers and the Jets have also discussed the trade package of the two second-round draft choices, but one of them is 2023 and one of them is 2024. The latter of those picks could become a first-rounder depending on the uh, team's performance this season. But... That's uh, that's not what I uh, that's not what I I want. Now, what I want and what they're going to give are probably you know drastically two different things. But it seems like maybe they're headed in that direction. Like the Jets just are not going to come off the command of um, we're not giving up the thirteenth overall. So uh, I would not mind swapping them and then getting a a second rounder. But I I want to see the Packers. I want to see the Packers hold steadfast. And as Brian Gutekunst alluded to, they'd like to get this deal done sooner rather than later. But if it drags out, if it gets past the the draft, then they have no incentive to trade him before June first. None. Um. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, please feel free. Uh, go ahead and give us a call. Go ahead and give us a shout. Uh, I want to get back into all of this stuff, and for many of you who have been chiming in throughout the day, um, the uh, let's see here. Um, Casey says, uh, "Break out the phone records. This is getting petty, 
Goody didn't need to go there if A-Rod fires back at him to Houston. Oh, if A-Rod fires back at him, trade him to Houston, I guess is what Casey's saying. Um, But now Goody, it's kind of petty, but Goody's asked a specific question. If If he chooses not to answer, is that on Goody? You know, I, 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 Rogers has his say all the time on the McAfee show. And everybody just, in, in a very good way of putting it, everybody takes Aaron Rodgers' word for it, right? And then the organization just takes this public beating. If I'm the organization, I'm saying, wait a minute. We've done everything he's wanted us to do, and we tried to communicate with him. You can't come out and lie about us and say, we don't communicate. We tried. We, you know, don't, no, 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 no. I, I, what, what are you supposed to do if you're good against? If you did legitimately call Aaron Rodgers, and I have no reason to doubt him. If you did legitimately call Aaron Rodgers to say, hey, we, we want to talk. We want to find out where your head's at. We want to just kind of test, test the waters to see what's going on. If you've called, texted, and he's not returning anything, and he's now communicating through his representatives, what, what are you supposed to do? You know? Uh, Alex says, uh, hey, brother, we got you some weapons. We signed Sammy Watkins to replace Devontae Adams. This is a Super Bowl caliber offense. Uh, Alex, Sammy Watkins was not a great choice. I agree with that. But, again, I go back to you only had so much money. You waited until almost the very end when Rodgers right butted up against. You couldn't get into negotiations. You know, again, it was – a few days before free agency. I mean, what do you do? And then when you don't have a lot of money to work with, you can't just go buy anybody. Again, I, I think that there's some reality that you have to look in the mirror and say, wait a minute. One, if you're going to take all the money, the more money you take, the less there is for other players. Two, if you wait really long, we can't even negotiate with people because we don't know how much money we have to spend. And three, we could have went to to Devontae Adams a year ago had this thing not played out the way it did. And Devontae, by the time we made the offer, Devontae was so hell-bent on just getting out of the organization because of all this, because we couldn't deal with him. He just wanted to be gone. And yet you're going to point the finger at the organization continuously? I mean, maybe they could have changed some things around, fudged some numbers, moved stuff around. They can do that. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not solely looking at Gudikin saying you screwed this whole thing up because they did exactly what a lot of people wanted them to do, and that was deal with Aaron Rodgers. Um, Larry says Aaron Rodgers wants to control every situation. He has no relationship with his family. Prior relationships have failed. He already wants to control the Jets by having his wish list of players be signed. He blames everybody else but himself. The Jets aren't going to the Super Bowl, and if he fails in New York, the media will tear him apart. Uh, Justin says, let's face it, Rodgers morphed into Favre 2.0. He wanted to go to Green Bay 
and he wanted to have them chase him like he was the hot girl everybody wanted at the prom. He's still bitter about Jordan Love being drafted, and his 2021 preseason blow-up about management will never change my thoughts. Um, Kevin says everybody's claiming that Aaron Rodgers is mad about the Jordan Love pick. I can't believe Jordan Love is that big of a threat to Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers' ego is that fragile, then getting the hell out of here. How is he an NFL player to begin with? Um, Clay says, dude was in a cave smoking peyote and eating mushrooms. Probably had no reaction. Um, Rodney says, Rodgers reminds me of an old girlfriend. It was always about him, and it's never his fault. He's got a history of failed relationships. Looks great on the outside, but a complete disaster on the inside. Typically picks up and all of a sudden does something uh, off the wall and finally can't understand why there's such an incredible breakup. Yep, that pretty much sums it up. Um, Joseph said, I have said all along, all we hear is what Rogers wants to spill uh, into the media. Finally, we hear from Goody, and we learn some of the real stories. Old Rogers never intended to come back to the Green Bay Packers because of his he knows what's best for the football team, yet he has only uh, a contract to be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, not the title of president, CEO, player personnel, and GM duties. Cannot wait until the Jets take this guy on. Good luck with that. Uh, Mark says, uh, we just put up a for sale sign on Aaron Rodgers and just basically say free to a good home. <laughs> um, Ryan says, this really depends on whose version of events you choose to believe. Do you side with Aaron Rodgers? And that the Packers didn't inform him of their intent to move on this offseason to Jordan Love? Or do you believe the general manager that they tried to multiple times to get in time, contact with Aaron Rodgers about his plans to play in 2023 or retire? I choose to believe that Aaron turned off his phone to quiet all the external noise to allow him to make a decision that was best for him. But he shouldn't be surprised that Green Bay would have to make plans to move on from him. I also think that when he signed the $150 million extension, they expected the MVP uh, and didn't expect Jordan Love to make a huge maturation jump that he made this past year. Stop with the huge maturation jump, okay? You saw him throw nine passes. That's not a career. There's still a ton of question marks about Jordan Love, just so we're clear on that. Uh, Jordan Love's tremendous growth after Aaron inked that deal, put Rodgers into a far run, into a – a, a far run into the playoff Super Bowl or we're moving on situation. Chips were pushed to the center of the table in terms of salary cap to win it all, and Green Bay imploded. Aaron's inability to trust rookie wide receivers because they don't do exactly what he wants them to do front and center. Combine that with the losing uh, of Devontae Adams and the defense that seriously underperformed, and here we are. There you go. Uh, stay tuned. Got a lot more coming up after the top of the hour. Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press Gazette, is going to be joining us as well. We'll talk with him about all of his takes on all of the mess that is uh, when we come up after the top of the hour. But stay tuned. Stay right here, and we're going to talk more about this. Our friends over there at Master Z's on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, they got everything. Right now, patio uh, furniture, we all know eventually the weather's going to break, and the patio furniture uh, is going to be prevalent, and you're going to be dusting off the old stuff. You're going to look at it. It's going to have mold. It's going to have mildew. It's going to be broken. It's going to be rotten. You're going to go, you know what? It's time to make it new. It's time to get something that's quality, something that lasts, and something that's awesome to throw that backyard barbecue. And that's our friends at Master Z's. Get a hold of them, whether it's Adirondack chairs, 
uh, patio tables, umbrellas, uh, fire pits, all that kind of stuff, or propane fire pits or heaters that you could use for your patio. All of that is at Master Z's. Top-notch stuff at great prices. And in addition to that, a lot of good warranties that go along with it. And if you're looking for the indoors, if you're looking for, say, shuffleboard, if you're looking for pool tables, table games, dartboards, they've got it. And service, all of that at Master Z's on Blue Mound Road in Brookfield. Call them 262-746-5931. 262-746-5931. And trust me, people come from all over the state for this stuff because of the quality that they have. That's Master Z's on Blue Mound Road in Brookfield. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. downtown Milwaukee, whether it's for an Admirals game, if you're going to be heading to, say, a, a Brewers game coming up, because the Brewers are going to be back here in less than a week, or if you're heading down for Bucks games, uh, concerts, events, whatever it may be, I've always said the best Italian food you're ever going to stick in your grill. going to be called our own club within San Giorgio, the authentic Napolitana Pizzeria, the VPN down there. Awesome. Uh, but Calderon Club is uh, like award-winning in so many different ways, whether it's the award-winning meatballs, the award-winning pizzas, the recognition that they've got now gotten uh, nationwide uh, for their food is just amazing. And Gino does a great job on both sides. 838 Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee, across the street from the Hyatt. That's Calderon Club in San Giorgio, just there next to one another. Uh, on Old World 3rd Street, both places, absolutely phenomenal Italian food. You stop in and you see for yourself. Um, 877-867-1670, uh, I, I want to go back to this real quick, uh, and I've only got a minute or two here. Coming up after the top of the hour, Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press-Gazette's going to join us. He's actually out at the, uh, the meetings out in Arizona, so we're going to get his take on all of this. But Thomas says, uh, how in the world can you say that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in Green Bay Packer history? Uh, he doesn't even come close. He's not even the third best. Well, Bart Starr won championships and played in a different era. So it's it's difficult to compare eras. It really is. As far as leadership goes, Bart Starr. As far as heart goes, you know, uh, Brett Favre. But the best quarterback just sheerly playing the position, the knowledge, the deciphering, the throwing ability, the the you know the, the the technical side of things, statistically speaking, it's Aaron Rodgers. Bart Starr has two Super Bowl championships. Brett Favre went to two Super Bowls, but Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers both have won one. I mean, we, we can argue this all day. That's fine. But when you, you say there's no way, it's like, no, that, that's, I mean, I can give you my opinion and you can take it for what it's worth and you may have a different opinion. That's fine. But I'm giving you the reasoning as to why I say that. And I'm not just making it up. I, I just, I've, I've seen every pass in every game Aaron Rodgers has thrown. I've seen a lot of the passes that Brett Favre threw. I didn't get a chance to watch Bart Star play. There was a degree of lore there. But just from what I've seen, 
you know, uh, you know, in the modern era of football, the Super Bowl era of football, I would go and say that that Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, I mean, you can argue that that's fine. We can agree to disagree, but that's just my opinion. When we come back, Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press Gazette's going to join us. We'll talk with Pete about all of this. Oh, my goodness. Don't forget about our friends at Quick Trip. They have not only uh, bacon on special, but I love going to Quick Trip just for so many different things, whether it's the burgers, whether it's the beer cave, bananas, butter. I can go with the bees all day long. It's just awesome. I love Quick Trip. Stop in and don't forget, use that Quick Rewards card. More of the Bill Michael Show. Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press Gazette, next.